Happy Monday, everyone. I know you're probably thinking, who is this stranger? Like, I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> uh, your voice has become so unfamiliar to me now. Who is this that is speaking? Well, do not be alarmed. It is I. It is me. King Cora, back again. And I know on YouTube I said I wasn't going to call myself King Cora, but I kind of like it. <laughs> and this is the thing about me. I have never made a finite decision ever. Ever. Everything is constantly changing. And I kind of like that, honestly. I like that about life. Like, you can just wake up one day and be like, I want to be called this. Or, I, I actually, never mind, I don't want to be called this. Or, I want to do this in life. Well, actually, never mind, I don't want to do it. I realize I actually don't like it at all. So let me do something else. Like, that's the thing about life that I like. Although, sometimes change can be scary. It's freeing knowing that you don't have to confine to the bounds of anything ever. You can just flow. Free-flowing. Um, and I like that. So, hi. I'm Karen, though, with two R's. And it's nice to meet you. I'm very happy to be back on the podcast. I hate it when I abandon you guys. Like, when I abandon YouTube for a little, I don't feel as bad. But when I abandon the podcast, I feel horrible, like horrible. And you know when you've done something wrong, let's say like you made your mom mad or something, so you don't even want to go near her or talk to her because like you're just in guilt or in shame or even like God, you know, like when you do something bad or you sin consciously, that weight of the guilt, like keeps you away from him you're like "Uh, i don't really want to talk to him because i don't deserve to talk to him because i've been a bad girl that's kind of like how i felt about the podcast whenever i leave you guys for a long time like i i never want to (laughs) go not that i never want to go back i always want to go back i'm constantly thinking about coming back but then like because i've missed i miss one week I'm like, dang, I miss one week. I'm ashamed of myself. What am I going to do to explain to these people? And then I miss a, a second week. And I'm like, dang, I, you missed the second week? Like, now I'm ashamed. Now I can't even go back. Then it's like third week and fourth week. And then very soon, you have a month without an episode. And you guys are thinking, hello, Karen, where are you? Because I know how I feel when my favorite podcaster doesn't post. It feels like I want to strangle them i'm like where are you i need my episode now um but we be going through it Uh, i'm not gonna talk much about maybe i will one day just i don't feel like doing that this episode uh, about what i was going through and my thought process i've already put it out on youtube though so if you guys want to know like kind of what was the cause of my disappearance um it's on youtube and it is a video titled How I Overcome My Negative Thoughts. So go watch that. It'll kind of give you a little bit of insight as to what has been happening. 
but basically i've just i was just crippled by fear crippled by fear and worry and anxiety of the future of my path in life which seems so contradictory to everything i ever say on here ever <laughs> like everything i ever say is oh trust god and follow god and he will help you and all of that and then i literally do not move in my purpose for like a month because i i'm not trusting god or i'm going through like i don't know if it was burnouts or it was a lot it was a lot but I want to I want to correct something I just said 10 seconds ago. I said that I wasn't moving in my purpose for like a month. When I say that, I mean like I feel like my purpose is podcasting and YouTubing. <laughs> like I just feel like in a way I am on here to make my life an example for other people. And in life there are people who do and there are people who watch. And I feel like I'm called to be someone who performs or does for others to watch, you know, and not in a superficial way, just kind of like someone who is living their life out there in public for people to gain insight, advice, wisdom, you know, all of that from. So that's why I feel like podcasting and YouTube is my purpose. But I just realized that all just because I wasn't posting for a month doesn't mean I wasn't in my purpose. Maybe my purpose was to go through that month of fear and worry and anxiety and come out of it so I can help people who go through fear, worry, and anxiety. And it's really crazy because I never was someone who was scared of my future, like ever. I never was. I was always so sure that this is what I was going to do. I was going to be big and influential and worldwide and out there. And I am. I know it. Like, it's just it's just a knowing that you have. Other people have it. Other people don't. Other people want to have it. But because they don't have it naturally, like, it won't, they won't work for it. You know, a lot of people want to tell me they want to make a YouTube or a podcast. And usually it's because they want money out of it. I did not, I don't do anything, any of this for money. The money is nice. I'm going to start doing it for the money because when I don't do it for the money, then I stop posting when I feel bad. But if I was doing it for the money, I would post whether I felt good or bad, you know? So maybe I should start doing it for the money. But long story short, I'm trying to say that people who do not have this innate feeling of like, being great like or a desire in you deep down you know you're meant to be influential you know you're meant to be out there I've always had that ever since I was little I would always be in front of the camera I was always like make these little YouTube videos when I was like in sixth and seventh grade back home in Ghana I was on a TV show and I was like I just loved the spotlight and some people are not built that way. Some people want to live life in their the confines of their home, nobody knowing anything about them. And that's fine. But I have always had that feeling. And so because of it, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. And 
um, sometimes I think I go through, I went through this period of fear and worry and self-doubt. You guys, it was so much self-doubt. It was so much low self-esteem, lack of confidence. It was so bad. Like, oh my gosh, every night, every night I was just thinking and thinking and I would cry to God, like, God, please take this away from me. I don't want to feel like this. And the next day I'd wake up and i feel the same. And I'll watch, uh, like, 17 sermons, and I would feel the same. I'd read my Bible for an hour each morning, and I'd feel the same. And it was a really big battle. But I think that I, I went through that so that I could understand people who go through that. Because at first I didn't understand people who weren't, you know, like, what do you mean you don't know what you're going to do in life? What do you mean you don't know if it's going to work? Of course it's going to work. What do you mean you think you're going to fail? You're not going to fail. That was my mindset. Like, I never questioned or doubted myself ever. And then all of a sudden, I'm stuck in doubt and fear of failure and fear of shame and disgrace. Just like just scared that what I want in life I'm not gonna achieve and it was a genuine fear like (laughs) it's not something that I thought about once and I was like no Karen of course you're gonna do it no it was a genuine fear of the future that had me paralyzed like I I didn't want to move in one direction or another I just was I just was stuck there and now that I'm out of it I'm like whoo like now I understand when people doubt or question themselves or are scared. Like, I get it now because I just suffered a lot. It's it's painful. (laughs) It's a lot of suffering. Like, and you have pastors telling you things. You have random people on the street telling you things. You know, I got so many messages within that month. So many messages that one could say was from God. You know, strangers coming up to me. Um, just confirming, you know, like you're going to be big, you're going to do this, you're going to be successful from everywhere. Everywhere I turned, I was getting signs like, you know, pursue your passions, it's going to work. Pursue your passions, it's going to work. And and I was like, okay, bet. And then it wasn't sticking. It was not clicking in me, you know. So that was a struggle to deal with, but I talked about it on my YouTube, so you guys go watch it if you want to hear about it. I know the podcast is for saying things that I want to hear, and maybe one day I'll go deep into what it was or, you know, the ins and outs of it. But that's what I was going through, and I don't want you guys to feel bad for me because... I mean, maybe you don't feel bad. <laughs> maybe you don't feel bad for me. Um, I I just don't want you guys to like worry or anything. Um, I just want to give an explanation as to why I was gone, and this isn't like, oh, boo, Karen, so sad for you. Like I'm just just letting you guys know so that I don't leave you confused okay I was going through it (laughs) but I've realized that and this is my mantra of the week of the month of the year it is I am not going to let my immediate surroundings or circumstances dictate 
what I do on a day-to-day basis. The only thing that is going to dictate what I do on a day-to-day basis is my purpose. One more time. I am not going to let my immediate circumstances dictate what I do on a day-to-day basis. The only thing that is going to dictate what I do on a day-to-day basis is my purpose. And I think that's what I needed to know. I think that I was letting, you know, view counts, subscriber counts, follower count, um, the (laughs) the clothes I have in my closet, um, my life. I was letting my immediate surroundings and circumstances and results dictate what I do the next day so if I posted something or I post something and it's not getting the attention I want or it's not getting the the views I want it's not getting you know what I thought it's not giving what it's supposed to give (laughs) the next day I'm like I'm done I'm not doing it I'm I'm not doing it I'm not posting ever again (laughs) because I'm a failure But that's not how you think of things. You have to show up for your purpose each day. Like, you have to show up for your purpose each day. You have to. It doesn't matter what you see in front of you today. What matters is what you're doing it for. Why you're doing it. What is the purpose? What is the long-term goal? That's what you should be responding to. You should not be responding to what is happening this current moment. Because it is this current moment, you know. And what does the Bible say? Faith is the hope for things unseen. So if I have faith in God, then obviously I have faith in something that I cannot see. So if I can't see the life that I want now, why don't I have faith in it? Like I can't see it, sure. But I can't see God and I have faith in him. I believe he's there. So why don't I believe that my circumstances or my you know, the goals I have. Why Why don't I believe that they'll come to pass? Why don't I believe that it's there waiting for me? And it's funny because I want it right now, but like I'm not doing anything to get it. <laughs> like how does that make sense? I'm not posting or I'm not podcasting or I'm kind of like stuck in worry and doubt of if this is the right path for me because I feel like I'm not seeing the results I want. So what do I do? I stop. I stop completely. What does that do? That only derails you. It only det- <laughs> it only delays you. It only slows down your pace. Let's say God had intended for me to get to a follower count by March. The fact that I I I'm and I'm in let's say I'm in February. And I don't see that follower count. And I'm not saying base your life on follower counts. This is just an example. I don't see that follower count. But I'm in February and I'm like, well, because I can't see that follower count now, I'm not going to do anything at all. (laughs) What do you do when you do that? You lose followers. (laughs) It's so simple, but it's so hard to grasp. And I'm not like... I hate disclaimers, so I'm not going to do a disclaimer. But I'm not saying base your your life on follower counts or view counts because when I did that, I almost killed myself. So, no, that is not what you should do. 
But I'm saying, like, what do you count your results in, you know? Like, if you're working hard, if you're working at something, obviously there's something you're measuring your results with. So what are you measuring your results with? It's easy for me to measure results because what I do, it's easy to see, like, numbers and views and stuff. So that's what I measure results with. What I should measure results with is impact, though. I should measure results in influence, impact, what I what I made someone feel, how I gave hope to somebody, how I gave, you know, how I inspired someone. Like, that's, that's how I should be measuring it by. But if we're talking tangibleness, obviously you see results with numbers if you're, like, in content creation, and it's easy to measure it by that. And although that is not the end goal it shows progress you know like if i want to impact people i can't just stay at impacting a thousand people for the rest of my life the impact has to grow people have to see the result of this god that i talk about people have to see the result of my hard work and the fruit of my labor so obviously the numbers will grow if the impact is growing um, so yeah, I'm like, I don't see the results now and I don't know how they're going to, it's going to happen. So I'm going to stop doing anything at all <laughs> and delay myself and derail my purpose and my goal. And it makes no sense. I don't know why I do that. I do that so much. I do that so much. And I don't know why I do that because it makes no sense, but we're learning, you guys. We're learning. And you guys are going to be here with me because you're going to learn and grow with me. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for those who listen always. I'm grateful for those who tune in, interact, message me. I love that. Like, thank you a lot. I'm here to stay because my mantra now is I'm not going to let my immediate surroundings slash results dictate what I do. The only thing that is going to dictate what I do in life is God and my purpose. And my purpose, which comes from God. So, if my purpose is to impact lives, spread the gospel of Christ, uh, influence others, then I'm going to keep showing up. I need to keep showing up. I can't just quit when I don't see what I want to see. I have to keep showing up. So here I am. I showed up late, a bit late to the party. But I'm here. So thank you guys for being here. Because you guys always show up. And I'm the one that leaves. <laughs> um, yeah. i moving on. Because we can talk about this for forever. I'll probably have a bunch of episodes in my life. Because I see this podcast going for a long, long haul. There's so much to be accomplished with this podcast so we'll talk about it but right now we're gonna move to questions because I kind of want to do this thing where I incorporate questions I don't know if I want to do it every week but I think it'll be fun to do it frequently okay so let's see and you guys send this question, these questions on the WTTK podcast app. So follow 
not app, <laughs> Instagram. So follow the Instagram if you don't already, because that's where I ask you guys questions and like interact. Or tr- yeah. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With you guys. And also leave a review if you can. If you listen on Apple or Spotify. I don't know if Spotify gives you the chance to review. Maybe it does. I know Apple Podcasts does. So please leave a review because it's so personal. I like hearing you guys what you guys think about the episode, good or bad, you know? Not the episode, the podcast. Whether good or bad, just let me know. Question time. Okay. Claudia says, what do you do when you feel unmotivated to make YouTube videos? Um, I don't make them. <laughs> That's funny. I just talked 20 minutes about this exact topic, and that was the first question. When I feel unmotivated, I don't make videos, which is probably my downfall. I should find a way to work through the, you know, feel lack of motivation. I do find that if I am unmotivated to make YouTube videos, it's usually because I am not doing it. Like, if I'm unmotivated to pick up my camera, the minute I pick up my camera and I look into the lens, like, boom, it's activated. Motivation kicks in. Same with editing. I usually feel unmotivated to edit. So as soon as I pick up my laptop and I start the editing process, that's when motivation kicks in, you know? Just have to start it. Get your hands on the first thing that you need to start making content. And once you start gathering your items, your tools, and you actually start doing it without motivation, motivation usually kicks in right after. Quogger says, getting frustrated so often about relationships, college, how do I keep my peace? By reading the word of God, that's how I keep my peace, and journaling. Journal a lot. Journal your feelings as soon as you have it out on paper, or sometimes I journal on my iPad, or maybe you can type it. Like, honestly, as soon as you just have your thoughts out, you feel lighter. So reading the Bible and journaling would be my go-to on, like, how to keep my peace, and, like, Obviously, watching, you know, calming YouTube videos or, you know, things to kind of relax me. But peace is a big thing. So you can't just get peace, like, in from a 15-minute YouTube video. Peace is something that you need constantly hovering over you. And that comes by reading my Bible every day. There's a lot of promises and plans and hopes that, you know, kind of ease my mind. Cindy says, how to navigate friendships with people who aren't actively pursuing their faith in God. 
And I would say the same way you na- you do friendships anywhere else. Like, this is something that I kind of had trouble with right when I got born again. I wanted to remove every single person from my life who didn't fit what I thought my standard of holiness is or my standard of pursuing God. I didn't want to remove them. I just found myself pushing them away because I was like, you're going to corrupt me. And, like, I don't want to be around you because you're not pursuing Jesus. (laughs) And I quickly learned that that is so, so, so problematic because there are very few people who are actively pursuing God when you look at the grand scheme of the world, you know? Are you going to remove everyone from your life, Karen? Like, yeah. That's what I started to think. I was like, dang, it seems like nobody in my life wants to pursue God like I want to. And that's because I wasn't pursuing God at first. So obviously the people in my life aren't going to because I was with them. I was doing everything with them. And then because I switched up, they have to switch up too? No. Look how long it took me to change. Like obviously it doesn't come the same for everyone. So I had to really think because I was getting frustrated at my family, my close friends, literally anybody who didn't think the way I did now. And that's that's bad because when you push people away, how are you supposed to have an impact in their lives, you know? Um, what I would say for that, though, is that you can have people, you can be friends with people who aren't actively pursuing their faith in God. Just do not, um, don't. You have to be strong in your faith first. If you need to move away from them for a while to build up your faith, sure. But you need to be strong in your faith. You need to not be easily persuaded into doing something you don't want to do or doing something you know is wrong. And always, always let your life lead with love towards them because that's when they're going to see God's kindness in you, not when you push them away. Yeah, I could talk about this for a little bit, but I want to move on to other questions. I hope that helped. Um, Treat them like you would treat any other friend. You love them. They're your friends, right? So just be normal. (laughs) Be normal. My friends now know, like, friends that are not pursuing God or anything, they just know. If you ask me for advice, I'm bringing God into it, period. Whether you like it or not. Sorry. I don't know how to give any other advice. Um. So, yeah, make sure you're just staying true to yourself and staying true to your faith, and they're going to see that. A lot of my friends, like, they'll swear, and they'll be like, oh, sorry for swearing, when at first we used to both swear, you know? Or, like, someone will be drinking or something, or, like, they wouldn't want to drink near me, or they wouldn't want to, you know? So pursuing God creates a clear distinction, in your life and your friends are gonna see that and they're either gonna wanna follow or not. And you just treat them the same regardless of their decision. But up but up bum Hmm How to enjoy your life and friends while still following God. Um <laughs> uh uh, wait, sorry, I 
don't understand. I understand what you mean by this question. I don't know how to respond to it, though, because I feel like I've been able to enjoy life more because I'm following God. This question says how to enjoy life and friends while still following God. It seems like those two are mutually exclusive. Like you cannot enjoy your life while still following God. Or you cannot enjoy your life and friends while still following God. And I think that's a common misconception is that enjoyment and following God do not go hand in hand. Which is crazy because I have found more enjoyment following God than I have anything else. So I think it depends on your definition of mm, following God, you know? I mean, your definition of enjoyment. What does enjoying your life mean? Because if you don't know how to enjoy your life while still following God, then you have the wrong idea of what enjoyment means. My enjoyment comes through following God. I get joy in that. I have fun. I I, I have a lot of fun. <laughs> I love my friends. I, I go out and I enjoy nature and I read and I journal and I dance and I laugh and I eat and I... I see beauty in the world that that's enjoyment to me. I don't, if I were to stop following God right now and follow the world's idea of enjoyment, that isn't enjoyment. Like I remember I went to a party one time, like recently actually, and I was not having fun at all. A party that I would have normally had fun at. I just wasn't having a good time. I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the songs they were playing. I didn't like the music, (laughs) what the words meant. I didn't like, you know, the activities going on around me. Drugs, alcohol. Like, I didn't like it. I wasn't having fun, you know. That isn't enjoyment to me, but that's enjoyment to somebody else. So how do you define enjoyment? Think about that. Opinions on parties. I think they're fun. I like parties. I like having a good party. What am I doing at the party, though? (laughs) Like, what am I doing at the party? If it's a birthday party, sure. If it's a celebratory party, sure. Like, congrats on your new job. Woohoo, let's party. Or happy birthday or something. I love partying. But if it's a party at a club and on the flyer is a girl in her thong and the party is titled, I don't know. (laughs) You know these crazy party flyers that I see? Then no, I don't want to be there. It depends on what I'm doing at the party and what the purpose of the party is. If it's to celebrate someone, something, sure. If it's to celebrate the amount I can drink or the amount I can twerk on a guy or the amount or how hot I can look for boys, because that's what I used to do at parties, just dressed very, you know, the incentive of parties was to just get boys. So, yeah, it depends on what I'm doing at the party or what I'm going for. Um... Let me see. Any advice for overthinkers? I think you should not think. No, I'm just kidding. 
I think I think too much. Uh, write it all down. Write it all down. Write it all down, please. The minute you start writing every single thought of yours down, you can kind of see a pattern in it and you can kind of trace it. Why do I feel this way? What's making me feel this way? Is what I'm feeling true? Did it even happen or is it something I'm making in my head? You know? Uh, Yeah, journaling is good. Taking walks is good to just think out loud and stuff as well. What are you looking forward to after graduation? Asks A.S. Boat. (laughs) Hi, Ama. I'm looking forward to not having school. I'm looking forward to getting up and structuring my day where I do whatever I want to pursue my goals. I look forward to just relaxing, not having to respond to anybody except God. That's what I look forward to. How can I commit myself to have a continuous closeness with God? Incorporate it in your daily routine. Wake up and say, I'm going to read my Bible for 30 minutes or for 15 minutes if you can. Just day by day, little, little habits become a lifestyle. So, yeah, incorporate it into your routine. Say, I'm going to pray for 15 minutes before bed each night. And then verse and it becomes a lifestyle. You can say, I'm only going to listen to worship music for a week. I used to do that. And then for a month, and now that's the only thing I listen to. Sometimes I'll listen to other things when I'm in the mood. But yeah, once you incorporate it as little atomic habits, <laughs> it will become a lifestyle. I'm about to read Atomic Habits by James Clear, I think his name is. I've heard a lot about that book, so I'm excited. Uh, let's la- Let's end with one last thing. Advice for how to start a podcast. Slash me asks. Advice for how to start a podcast. Get a mic. Think of a name. Think of a really sick cover art. Think of what you're going to do on this podcast. Go to anchor.com. Download. Or no, sign up for an account. You know, create an account for your podcast. And start recording. Just record an audio, upload it on Anchor. I do some editing in Final Cut Pro to like edit out, you know, if I pause for a long time or if someone interrupted me or something. Um, yeah, 
watch youtube videos i also watched a lot of youtube videos on how to how to start a podcast yeah but thank you guys so much for listening i know this is a short episode but i'm getting in the swing of things and i'm not letting my immediate surroundings dictate what i do do so thank you guys i love you and i will talk to you next week bye